everybody thank you for tuning in to the ladies promoting transparent advocacy podcast i am your podcast host shape pate and this tune is called wonderful so i thought it would be a good tune to start off my wonderful women wednesday on this wonderful women wednesday we're going to celebrate October, and I don't want to say celebrate because it's not a positive thing, but we're going to talk about fighting breast cancer. Now, I know that breast cancer is not just for women. Uh, Men have breast cancer as well, which we'll talk about. But since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, there's so many campaigns going on, you know, to raise awareness about the impact of breast cancer. So I went to a whole bunch of uh, websites, and I was impressed with what National Breast Cancer Foundation, Inc. had, and also Susan G. Coleman, which is very well known. And I, full disclaimer, will let you know, I am a supporter of Susan G. Coleman. I donate cars to them. I donate money, and um, I even bought their bike. And Check it out at walmart.com because uh they got a pink and black bike, and I, as soon as it came out, I went and got me one with my basket and all. But anyway, let's just talk about breast cancer. I have members of my family who are survivors, and I just want to say to all the women and men who have battled breast cancer and won in, um, or survivors, um, congratulations for all those who have lost loved ones because of it, my sincere condolences, and I want us to continue talking about it. One of my episodes previously, not that long ago, we were talking about cancer in general, but October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I wanted to do Wonderful Women Wednesday to, as I mentioned, I know men have breast cancer, which we will talk about, but overall to... um. Just talk to the ladies because, you know, it was saying that October marks Breast Cancer Awareness Month, in which individuals, organizations, and brands set out to raise awareness and funds for relevant charities fighting the disease. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is a yearly campaign that intends to educate people about the importance of early screening tests and more. Wow. You know, I was reading an article and it was talking about this and it was saying how 2020 has been a powerful reminder that we are all in this together and our choices and actions have the power to protect the most vulnerable among us in a big way. The same holds true when it comes to breast cancer. According to the World Health Organization, breast cancer is the most common cancer among women worldwide claiming the lives of hundreds of thousands of women each year in affected countries at all levels of modernization. In 2020, an estimated 276,480 new cases of invasive breast cancer will be diagnosed. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, wow will be diagnosed in women in the United States, as well as 48,530 new cases of non-invasive breast cancer. 64% of of breast cancer cases are diagnosed at a localized stage. 
There is no sign that cancer has spread outside of the breast, for which the five-year survival rate is 99%. So look at that, 99%. I mean, that's that's the survival rate is 99%. So we need to get early screening and mammograms. Um, for those who are uninsured, I'm going to read some things from some of these websites for people who are either uninsured or don't have the funding or just resources for you because there's no point in talking about things if you can't give solutions or resources, and I definitely agree with that. You know, they were saying that this article I was reading, it was actually in a... I always like to find new things that I know nothing about. Um, This article is actually... um, I found it today, but it looked like it was last year. Anyway, it's saying that this year, an estimate 42,170 women will die from breast cancer in the United States, although rare men get breast cancer. As I mentioned, in 2020, an estimated 2,620 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay, so this is a 2020 article, like I said, but I just thought it was an interesting article to start off with. But, you know, I went to a lot of different places and I actually saw something, you know, when you're looking for stuff, pictures make a big difference. And I saw this picture I was actually interested in where it had uh, two uh, shadows of women. One was black and one was white. And they were actually like, they weren't human people. They were just women in like a shadow. And it caught my attention. It was talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And a woman did the article from Florida Weekly named Amy Woods. So shout out to her. And I, it starts out with October brings a healthy dose of hope to forefront in the fight against the second leading cause of death in women. Breast Cancer Awareness Month, an annual campaign by the National Breast Cancer Foundation raises public awareness of the disease that one, listen to the statistics, one in eight adult females will face. While the statistics sound scary, advancement in technologies and treatment have led to outcomes that are better than ever for those diagnosed. And that's really good to hear because, you know, I was watching a commercial and they were saying, and I don't, um, I don't want to say the name of the hospital they were doing a commercial for, but they were saying, they were actually showing it. You know, I always tell people when you see things, you experience it differently than when someone tells you. And they were showing how a woman was told she had cancer. And after that, she didn't hear the rest of what was going on. And um, it was it was just really, really interesting. But what I want to do, um, some of these websites are really interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Some of these websites are really interesting. And I found a website that they're actually, I'm going to read some of the stuff from the website, but they're actually also talking uh, on a video. So I taped the audio of two of the basic questions people might ask regarding diagnosed with breast cancer. So I want to play those uh, back to back. And it's actually classes that they're telling people. So you may hear something mentioned by class. So don't be alarmed. I just want you to check out the audio, though. As we know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And for this wonderful Women Wednesday, I just want to talk about breast cancer. Now, before we even talk about it, let's make it clear that men 
can get breast cancer too. But for this wonderful Women Wednesday, I want to focus on the women. And I want to play a couple of videos. I was um, doing research, of course, and on the website, National Breast Cancer Foundation, Inc., they had some videos that I want to play the audio to. And they it's called Beyond the Shock, and it's in different chapters. And there's a few chapters I just want you guys to listen to. And um, the first one is what is cancer causes a breast cancer, breast cancer facts. And then um, they also do talk about the male breast cancer. So I want to um, make this awareness of Breast Cancer Month, Wonderful Women Wednesday. And as I mentioned, men have breast cancer as well. But percentage-wise, um, a lot of women do. So I just want to dedicate this episode to this. So the first audio is actually a video. You can go to nationalbreastcancer.org if you want to see it. But the first one for Beyond the Shock is Chapter 3, and it's uh, What is Breast Cancer? So check this out. Healthy cells are the basic building blocks of all tissue and organs in the body. But when cell DNA, the cell's wiring, is damaged, mutated cells begin to rapidly reproduce without following the pre-wired plan. Aggressive cell growth can form a tumor or mass of tissue that, like each individual cell, does not function as originally intended. These abnormal cells, or group of cells, can progress into the disease known as cancer. Breast cancer usually begins either where the milk is being produced, globules, or in the milk ducts. Lobular carcinoma in situ, LCIS, is a precancerous condition that forms and is contained in the lobules. Invasive lobular carcinoma is a type of cancer that develops and breaks through the lobules with the potential to spread to other areas of the body. Ductal carcinoma in situ, DCIS, is a type of cancer that forms in the milk ducts and is considered non-invasive because it has not spread to any surrounding tissue. If the cancer has spread beyond the milk ducts, it is known as ductal carcinoma. Less frequently, breast cancer can originate in the stromal tissue, the fatty and fibrous connective tissue of the breast. Treating breast cancer as soon as it's discovered is very important. If left untreated, the cancer cells may invade healthy breast tissue or lymph nodes. Once in the lymph system, cancer can spread more easily to other parts of the body. Okay, now there's a video that's called um, Causes of Breast Cancer, and I wanted you guys to listen to that as well. And I know this first one was kind of complicated with the wording, but I just wanted someone professional to talk about it. And I'm going to read some things too, but I just wanted to start the episode out with these uh, videos, which you're hearing the audio. What if it's cancer? What caused it? What should I do now? How is breast cancer treated? How long will treatment take? What will it be like? Will I be okay? What about my family? When a lump or suspicious sight in your breast is detected, it raises some serious questions. In this chapter, we are going to do our best to answer them. We will discuss what doctors know and do not know, how to react to your diagnosis, as well as how to understand it, and how to move beyond the shock. 
So what do scientists actually know about the causes of cancer? It's a difficult question. Cancer grows when a cell's DNA is damaged, which we discussed in Chapter 3. But why or how that DNA becomes damaged is still unknown. It could be genetic or environmental, or in most cases, a combination of the two. But most patients will never know exactly what caused their cancer. However, there are certain established risk factors that are associated with breast cancer. A family history with breast cancer. Early menstruation, before age 12. Late menopause, after 55. Breast tissue that is more dense with lobular and ductal tissue relative to fatty tissue. Non-cancerous cell abnormalities. These factors are genetic. They are not something you can control. 60 to 70% of people with breast cancer have no connection to them at all. And other people with risk factors will never develop cancer. Wow. Those numbers are very, wow. very um, powerful. Well, as I said, I just wanted you all to hear some of the video. And I'm just going to read some things. But I always like for you all to hear audio of subjects I'm talking about, whether it's from the source or from something I found on websites or YouTube. Before I go any further, I do want to talk about the male breast cancer on the National Breast Cancer Foundation, Inc. website, they have a section talking about male breast cancer. And I'm going to read that part of the, um, the website. And it says that all people, whether male or female, are born with some breast cells and tissue. Now, that's really interesting because until I think it was Beyonce's dad who had got breast cancer, I th I'm almost sure that's who it was that was a public figure. I didn't know that men could get breast cancer, but they're saying that all males and females are born with some breast cells and tissue. And it says, even though males do not develop milk producing breasts, a man's breast cells and tissue can still develop cancer. Even so, male breast cancer is very rare, very rare. And only one in a thousand men will ever be diagnosed with breast cancer. Breast cancer in men is usually detected as a hard lump underneath the nipple and aurora. Excuse me, areola. Men carry a higher mortality than women do, primarily because awareness among men is less, and they are less likely to assume a lump is breast cancer, which can cause a delay. Okay, it can cause a delay of men getting treatment. I mean, if you don't realize it, I mean, a lot of men probably are not even thinking that any lump in their chest could be cancer, especially not breast cancer. Of the men who develop breast cancer, the vast majority of those cases are infiltrating ductural carcinoma, IDC, which means that cells in or around the ducts begin to invade surrounding tissue. Very rarely, a man might be diagnosed with inflammatory breast cancer or pagic disease of the nipple, which is ductorial carcinoma in situ 
contained within the nipple and usually areola. Now, those are some big words. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not in the medical field and mm, I was struggling even pronouncing them. Now, some of the risk factors about this is radiation exposure, high levels of the hormone estrogen, family history of breast cancer, especially breast cancer that is related to the BRCA2 gene. Now, I don't know what that means, but... And they were talking about, you know, different signs and symptoms. So, you know, it says most men find their own lump while in the shower and it is usually located underneath the nipple and areola. It is common for men to delay reporting the lump to a physician, which can result in a patient requiring more treatment, as I just mentioned. Nearly all breast cancer in men is estrogen receptor positive with treatment including hormonal therapy, just as it does for 70% of women. Survival rates and treatment for men with breast cancer are very similar to those for women. Early detection, early detection, early detection. That's me saying it three times. It doesn't say it three times in the article, but I'm just saying early detection. A breast cancer increases treatment options and often reduces the risk of dying from breast cancer. You know, they were talking about genetic testing and they were saying, although treatment outcomes are very similar to women at the same stage of detection, a man diagnosed with breast cancer should also consider seeing a genetics counselor for a consultation because if a man tests positive for a defective gene, most commonly either BRCA1 or BRCA2, that can lead to a future diagnosis of breast eventually developing breast cancer and just over 1% with BRCA1. A female child of a man with breast cancer who inherits the defective gene has a risk between 40% and 80% of eventually developing breast cancer. Now that's a, that's a female child of a father who has breast cancer, not of a mother. Men with a genetic predisposition to breast cancer carrying a BRCA2 gene mutation are also at higher risk of getting prostate cancer at a younger age than usually diagnosed, as well as being at high risk for melanoma and pancreatic cancer. Now, I, you know, this is why I like to do research because as I said, I th I'm almost sure it was Beyonce's dad who had developed the breast cancer. And one of the things um, that I was surprised about is that, one, that men can get it, and two, that we didn't hear that much about it until he got it. So um, men, you know, I know a lot of times y'all don't like to go to the doctor for anything, but pay attention because men can get breast cancer. And I don't want them to think that a lump in their chest is just a lump, you know. Um, I just want to uh, just reiterate that. Now, y'all know there is no way I can mention Beyonce without having my facts right. So I found a uh, USAToday.com article that was dated June 24th, 2020, and I am correct. And it says Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles, opens up about his breast cancer bout. And he says, I want to save lives. I just want to read a little bit about this from this article. 
It said, Matthew Knowles' father to Beyonce and Solange revealed on Good Morning America that he's been battling breast cancer. He is encouraging men to get checked for breast cancer after beating the disease himself. Now, he says, you know, he opened up about his own battle, saying he was suspicious something was wrong after noticing a small reoccurring dot of blood on his shirt. Now, that's pretty serious. Any blood anywhere to me, you need to get checked out. A mammogram and biopsy confirmed that Knowles had breast cancer, the same disease he said claimed the lives of his mother, aunt, and great aunt. He's quoted as saying, I was in disbelief. Wow. He told People Magazine that. And, you know, according to this article, the American Cancer Society, male breast cancer is rare. And in 2015, about 1% of new breast cancer cases were diagnosed in men. So it was uh, Beyonce's dad, as I mentioned. And I just kind of wanted to give clarification on that. Now, in this same webpage, they were talking about the global burden about breast cancer. I want you guys to go and check that out because it is, um, it isn't just in America, of course, you know, I, um, as I mentioned earlier, I am a Susan G. Coleman, um, supporter. I I've donated several cars to them to raise money. And it was funny. The first time I donated one of my cars, it was actually a customized Mercedes that was running. And, um, I just, donated it and they were really surprised they were like miss you know your car is running i'm like i know but if it's if, if selling this car can um help raise money for breast cancer awareness i was all for it you know i was hoping they could sell it to someone who could pr- appreciate it and maybe a breast cancer survivor but i i never found out where the car went um susan g coleman talks about the warning signs of breast cancer And it says, if you have warning signs of breast cancer, it's important to see a doctor, even during COVID-19 pandemic. Don't put off seeing the doctor if you notice a change in your breast or underarm area. Now, some of the warning signs of breast cancer are not the same for all women, but here are the most common signs. A change in the look or feel of the breast or a change in the look or feel of the nipple or nipple discharge. If you have any of the warning signs described, see a healthcare provider. If you don't have a provider, one of the best ways to find a good one is to get a referral from a trusted family member or a friend. And what I'm going to do on um, my main podcasting page, which is Podbean, and I think on all of the other uh pages they they list all my uh sources and um i'm sorry my phone is making noises it shouldn't be making i apologize i usually turn it off but um i'm gonna list some resources that you can go to and try to get help because on susan g coleman's site they actually give you a lot a lot of things that you can do um talking about survivorship after breast cancer treatment is complete, medical care. It's just a lot of resources on the Susan G. Coleman website. And I'm going to list that under my sources. And I want you guys to just keep in mind, and they talk about this on Susan G. Coleman's site, that you are not alone. 
You know, Susan G. Coleman created the Coleman Treatment Assistance Program to help those struggling with the cost of breast cancer treatment by providing financial assistance to eligible individuals. Funding is available for eligible individuals of any age undergoing breast cancer treatment at any stage of the disease. To learn more about the program and other helpful resources, call Coleman Breast Cancer Helpline at 1-877-GO-COLEMAN, and that's spelled K-O-M-E-N. And I like how they put it at the bottom of this page, which is very important to me. And it says, you're not alone. No matter how long ago you completed breast cancer treatment, and no matter the struggles you face, there are likely others who have been where you are today. Keep that in mind if you're going through it, if you've been through it, and if you know someone that's going through it. And they go on to say, sharing experiences and advice with others, with other survivors may be helpful. And then they have a list of resources to find local and online support groups. So I want you guys to definitely check that out. Before I close out this episode, I found a website called cancer.net. And they got an article called What is Survivorship? And um, said this article was approved by the Cancer.net editorial board on 9-2019. And, you know, it's saying a person who has had cancer is commonly called a cancer survivor. Co-survivor is sometimes used to describe a person who has cared for a loved one with cancer. Not everyone who has had cancer likes the word survivor. The reason for this may vary. For instance, they may simply identify more with being a person who has had cancer. Or if they are dealing with cancer every day, they may describe themselves as living with cancer. Therefore, they may not think of themselves as a survivor. Living with a history of cancer is different from each for each person, but most people have the common belief that life is different after cancer. Other common reactions that people have after cancer include appreciating life more, being more accepting of themselves, feeling more anxious about their health, and not knowing how to cope after treatment ends. I want you to listen to this video um, that I found on this website. I thought it it would be very helpful for you guys to hear. We use the term cancer survivor for anybody who's been diagnosed with cancer. From the moment that somebody hears they have cancer, they are a cancer survivor. For the purposes of planning for care and for research, we often use the term cancer survivor to refer to those who have just completed their treatment for cancer. And we think of survivors as those who are living through and beyond cancer. So it's a pretty inclusive definition. Cancer survivorship means something more than surviving. I hope it means thriving. And that says that you've got to bring a lot of energy um, to dealing with this adverse event. And the folks that are resilient, optimistic, and take some ownership can actually thrive, not just survive. So keep that in mind, everybody. You know, it's really important that we support the Breast Cancer Awareness Month all year. I know October is the month, but I think it's important that uh, we become more aware of this. And also remember, even though this is Wonderful Women Wednesday and uh, breast cancer is predominantly in women, 
let's remember that men can get breast cancer too. So guys, if you're listening and you find a lump in your chest, don't overlook it because you never know. It could be breast cancer. So to all the survivors, shout out to my sister Brenda and my niece Dot. They are survivors and I just want to give them a shout out. And to all those who have survived and all of those who have lost loved ones due to breast cancer, we uh, give our sincere condolences, but we want you to continue to remember the wonderful people and their fight. And we can never, ever, ever give up the fight. And I'm glad that uh, breast cancer awareness has, um, has has been given a whole month for people to focus on. And I'm, I'm very glad that pink is the color. Uh, just on a personal note, I just went for my yearly uh, doctor's appointment and they had all the pink ribbons all over the place. So I picked up two in honor of my sister, Brenda, and my niece, Dot. And uh, I just always just want to support breast cancer awareness, early detection, not just a month, but every day. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in Advocacy, capital L as in Ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.